Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Now, Roma Wines, R-O-M-A. Made in California for enjoyment throughout the world. Roma Wines present... Suspense. Tonight, Roma Wines bring you Mr. Gregory Peck as star of The Lonely Road, a suspense play produced, edited, and directed for Roma Wines by William Spear. Suspense, radio's outstanding theater of thrills, is presented for your enjoyment by Roma Wines. That's R-O-M-A, Roma Wines. Those excellent California wines that can add so much pleasantness to the way you live to your happiness in entertaining guests, to your enjoyment of everyday meals. Yes, right now a glass full would be very pleasant as Roma Wines bring you Gregory Peck in a remarkable tale of... Suspense! Okay, Lieutenant, you can question him now. Thanks, Doc. Well, hello, Gare. How goes it? Oh, not bad. You want a statement, I suppose. Mm-hmm, that's right. Well, tell me first, is is she apt to get the extreme penalty? Well, that'll depend a lot upon what you have to say. I see. Well, I'll, I'll give it to you straight. I'm counting on you to do your best for her. Oh, sure, sure. Now, go ahead, shoot. Okay. The first time I saw Jenny, she was coming along the road carrying a suitcase... I knew she was headed for our place because it's the only house for miles around there. I was trimming the hedge, and I'd got as far as the rear gate when she reached it. I waited for her to speak. Is this the gare place? That's right. What can I do for you? You had an ad in the paper for a girl to do general housework. Oh, yes, of course. Well, come along into the house. My wife will want to have a talk with you. This is a beautiful place you've got here, Mr. Gare. But it's certainly hard to get to. You've walked from the highway? Yeah. Must have been almost five miles. The sun is something fierce. I almost gave up. Don't any buses run along here? <laughs> no, we're pretty isolated. But when there's help in the house, I always manage to give them a lift into town. <laughs> that makes it nice, Mr. Gare. What's your name? Jenny. Jenny what? Jenny will do. All right, Jenny. In here, please. And uh, Mrs. Gear's a trifle hard of hearing, so you'll have to speak up a bit. Oh, Helen, this is Jenny. She's come in answer to our advertisement. Oh, yes. I'm very glad to see you, Jenny. Won't you sit down? 
She was extraordinarily looking. Not beautiful or pretty. Striking, I guess, would be the word. She had heavy black braids wound about her head. Her eyes were a clear green and looked straight through you. And she was lean and powerful, like a young animal, a leopard or a panther or something. Well, my wife engaged Jenny. That night she cooked an excellent dinner and served it well. She had on a purple skirt and a cerise, I guess you'd call it, blouse, and I could see Helen eye it with disfavor. Every time the girl came close to me, I... I could feel the strength of her. And those green eyes watched us as if she was sizing us up. We took our coffee and cigarettes out on the veranda after dinner. You can look right over the orange grove to the hills. It's nice. Steve, what do you think about Jenny? Hmm? Oh, well, it's a little early to judge. Seems capable enough. That was a darn good dinner, if you ask me. Maybe we're in luck, darling. Maybe. What is she, do you think? Mexican? No, I'd say Slavic with that build and shape of face. A little more coffee, Helen. Half a cup. Mm, you're probably right. There's a, a sort of, oh, gypsy arrogance, boldness about her that makes me uneasy as if I'd have something to cope with. We went up to bed early. I was pretty exhausted every night with all the physical work I had to do. I turned out the light and for some reason stepped over to the window. Jenny's room was downstairs on the same side of the house as ours in the rear. Her light was still on. She was getting ready for bed and her shadow, huge and black, lay across the lawn. Her arms were raised to take down those heavy braids. There was something actually classic about the thing. The picture of it stayed in my mind long after I'd got into bed. Well, two or three days went by, and and Jenny... Well, the thing was, you were conscious of her all the time. Wherever she was about the house, whatever she was doing, you thought about her. I was working in the garage one afternoon when she came out there with the butcher knife. Mrs. Gare says you have a whetstone out here. Could I get you to sharpen my knife for me, Mr. Gare? Of course. Just a moment. What's that you're doing? Oh, I'm trying to mend this old bear trap. Oh, are you a trapper, Mr. Gare? Oh, no, hardly. There's a coyote around that's been stealing the chickens. I'm hoping to catch him. There. Now then, let's have the knife. What do you do, Mr. Gare? Well, Jenny, Mrs. Gare was a concert pianist at the time of our marriage. I was a manager. Now I take care of her properties. Holdings, investments, you know. You mean you sign things for her, like checks and papers and things? Power of attorney, yes, that's part of it. Hmm. Pretty soft for you. Huh, Mr. Gare? <laughs> On the contrary, it's quite a job. Keeps me busy. I still say you've got a pretty setup. And she didn't get such a bad deal herself. She's crazy in love with you. Anybody can see that. Why not? You're good-looking, Mr. Gare. And uh, young. You must be at least... at least 12 years younger than she is. <clears throat> now, here's your knife, Jenny. Careful now. It's like a razor. Thanks a lot. That's the way I want it. I can't stand a dull knife. So, uh, I'll probably bother you often. A few more days went by. I finished my trap and set it out near the chicken run, hoping I'd catch my thief. 
And one night after dinner, we were in the living room. What's the matter, Helen? Steve, it's that girl. She was standing there in the dining room door listening. Jenny? Well, she probably likes music. What's the harm? Oh, it isn't that. She's always listening and watching. It's beginning to get on my nerves. How about her work? Oh, well, she works hard enough. She's willing and clean as a pin, but... Well, I, I have a feeling she doesn't respect me, that I, that I just don't figure in her scheme of things. She's, she's just simply taken the place over. I don't even run my own house anymore. Well, fire her, why don't you? Oh, no, I couldn't. Say the word and I'll do it for no, you. No, no, I, I don't want you to. Steve, frankly, I'd be afraid to tell her to go. She she might get ugly and, and set fire to the house or something. Oh, I never heard such nonsense in my life. What ails you, Helen? Aren't you well? I'm just terribly nervous, Steve. It, maybe that's why she takes advantage. Well, that settled that. I felt like a heel, though, because... I was relieved that Helen didn't want to fire Jenny. I was obliged to admit to myself that the girl was getting under my skin. Any little service she had to perform for me, she made very special, standing as close as she dared. I could feel the magnetism of that strong, perfect body. Her hair smelled like new apples, and those clear green eyes would linger caressingly in mine. Then after about two weeks... One night, it must have been one or two o'clock. Steve. Steve, wake up. Mm, what's the matter? That girl. I think she's out there in the hallway. I, I think she's been in this room. Oh, Helen. I'm frightened, Steve. Please make a light. Oh, all right. No one around, Helen. You must have been dreaming, dear. Oh, Perhaps I was. I I dream about her often, Steve. Horrid, confused kind of dreams. I'm trying to scream for help and can't. It's it's just... Oh, good Lord, Helen. I never thought anybody could get you down. You've got to control yourself somehow. This is just plain silly. Yes. Yes. I turned out the light and got back into bed. In a little while... I could hear Helen's even breathing and knew she was asleep. I lay there, thinking about Jenny, of course. I never thought of much else. In a moment, I, I heard the piano. So faint, I thought I was imagining it. And it came again, weird, ghostly. I got up again put on my robe and slipped downstairs. The living room was dark except for the moonlight pouring through the window. And Jenny's figure, black against the light, was moving towards me. Almost before I knew it, she'd pressed close against me, crushing her mouth to mine. It was like being stung. Sharp, sweet, terrible. Jenny, what is this? <laughs> Don't kid me. You knew this was coming. That it had to come, that nothing could keep us apart. Now, everything's going to be all right. But... But, Jenny... We... We can't. Helen is no fool. We can't let her stand in our way. What... What do you mean? 
It won't be hard. Just a matter of figuring the best way. I don't know what you mean, Jenny. And we can't stay here talking like this any, any longer. It'll be just you and me, Steve. And all that money. Think what we can do with it. Just think. Are you crazy? Yeah. Crazy for you. Just like you are for me. Listen, Steve. Inside of five or six years, you're going to be stuck with a deaf old woman. What you going to do? Sit here and grow old with her? Not you. Sooner or later, you'll clear out. So why not now? With me. It's not so simple as you make it sound, my dear. All you have to do is to spread around the town that Helen's going to visit her folks, Mississippi or someplace, and leave her to me. Afterwards, you can say your wife's decided to stay down south, that you're going, going to sell out and join her. Then we can turn everything into cash and we're on our way. Easy? <laughs> The next few days, I worked outside till my hands bled and my whole body shrieked with pain. To keep from thinking, I began having nightmares. I'd wake up in a cold sweat and lie there longing for daylight, swearing that as soon as morning came, I'd throw that girl out of the house. But she'd brush against me or touch my hand, and I'd be wild for her again. I guess I knew then that sooner or later, I'd agree to nearly anything she asked. Suspense, Roma Wines are bringing you as star Gregory Peck in The Lonely Road by Marion Orth. Roma Wines' presentation tonight in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. Between the acts of Suspense, this is Truman Bradley for Roma Wines. Today is the first day of spring. A welcome time everywhere, but especially at Roma. For in Roma's carefully kept vineyards, located in California's choicest wine-growing districts, the precious vines are already stirring with renewed life. The eternal miracle of soil and sun is now creating the luscious goodness of tender grapes that Roma's master vintners patiently, unhurriedly, guide to tempting, mellow wine perfection for you. If you've never enjoyed fine Roma California wines, you'll be delighted to discover Roma can offer you so much taste luxury for so little. Yes, Roma is America's first choice in wine for every occasion, every day. Yet, you can enjoy fine Roma wine for just pennies a glass, about the cost of a soft drink. And all Roma wines are bottled at the winery to bring you sealed in, unvarying goodness always. So, for praise-winning hospitality or for happy family evenings at home, serve Roma Sherry, Port, Muscatel, or Tokay. Insist on Roma, R-O-M-A, Roma Wines. Discover why more Americans enjoy Roma than any other wine. And now, Roma Wines bring back to our Hollywood soundstage Gregory Peck, who has Stephen Gare in The Lonely Road continues a narrative well calculated to keep you in suspense. 